guys and welcome back to another Dope Black Dad podcast. My name is Cameron and today I want to divulge into the word sorry and I'll tell you why this came about to me. Um, but first I, let me ask you a couple of questions. Is it ever okay to not say sorry to your parents? And on the flip side is it ever okay for your parents to not apologize to you? And as a parent do you say sorry and to who? So These kind of questions got me thinking recently, all from one uh, little event that happened uh, yesterday. No, the day before yesterday, actually. Um, and what happened basically was I was sitting down um, doing some work and my daughter does this thing called a grateful journal. Um, and she decided she can do it whenever she wants throughout the day. She just has to do it every single day. And she decided to do it while I was working. So obviously I'm in work mode, beast mode, trying to focus on what I'm doing. And she decides to do a grateful journal. And I'm like, okay, cool. She was struggling to think of something that she wanted to be grateful for. And I always tell her, if you want to be grateful for something, you need to think about what you've been doing um, either the day before or just something that you, you remember from the last day. And that's something you're going to be grateful for because you remember it. It's sticking in your mind. Anyhow, she came over to me um, and she was standing at a distance and she was like, Daddy, I can't, I can't think of anything that I'm grateful for. I'm like, all right, there, come over here. And she took one step forward. And I was like, a bit weird. Um, so Vea, come over here so I can help you with your grateful journal. She's like, no, no, thinking she was going to get told off. And what frustrated me was in my eyes, the way I had seen it was she doesn't trust me. And she, um, yeah, she doesn't trust me. So why is she even asking me for this? I've got work to do. She's not um, listening to what I'm saying. And I went, Vea, come here. And it scared her because I've got quite a deep voice. Um, I never hit my kids, um, very much um, against that, but I definitely have shouted at them. And at that moment, I think all of it got heated and I shouted at her and she got really upset. And I said, come over here. Let me give you a hug. And we'll calm ourselves down and we'll work for it together. And then she pushed me away. And I was like, oh, I got angry then. And this is all because I'm red in the moment. And that's it. I was red in the moment. And I know what I need to do when I feel like that. I, I've got a trigger in myself whenever I feel myself getting super angry. Um, I just need a minute to calm down. So my wife took over and started helping with a grateful journal. And I just needed a minute and I was just calming myself down. And here's the most important part that I've learned from being a parent. And I didn't see much of this when I was a kid, but I definitely have seen the results of it. In that scenario, regardless of her being annoying to me, I was in the wrong. And after it calmed down, I had to then say sorry to my daughter. Now, it's not I could have or I, sh I should have. I had to tell her I was sorry because that's a huge moral in what I believe in. And I want her to be able to feel comfortable and know saying sorry is a normal thing. So, yeah, I'd calmed down. She'd finish off doing her grateful journal. Um, my wife went outside and before she was going to go outside and play, I went, Vea, come over here. Um, said sorry for um, shouting. I said it wasn't okay. I shouldn't have shouted at you like that. Um, I know why I got upset, but I'm sorry for shouting at you. And she was like, oh, okay. And I gave her a hug. And then we went out into the pool. We had a nice little pool time. And we had a bit more like father-daughter bonding. And I think moments like that are so important because when, earlier when I started... Um, 
earlier in my kind of like parenthood journey when they was like like three four i would probably say that age where they're constantly just asking why 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 i used to get really annoyed by it um again that was my own healing i needed to sort it out but i used to get really annoyed at it and i used to shout and i knew even though i never hit her my voice was the equivalent to hitting her she was genuinely scared of me because of me shouting and you could just see it you can see it in your child when they're like scared of you and i remember when that happened when i when she was younger and i was like from now on i'm gonna try and reduce the amount of times i'm gonna shout but let's be real the real point is i still have slight anger issues and i still may shout at my children because it's what happened to me as a child so it still happens but not as much definitely but when it does happen the key thing that i need to focus on and i have focused on is being able to say sorry to her so yeah we played in the pool i've said sorry to her and ever since i've started doing that i realized that she's starting to now realize that hang on a minute parents aren't perfect they can get things wrong too um and i think that's such a key key part of parenting is letting your child know that you're not perfect because no one is and they will see you as the perfect person that's why they copy all the traits but by her knowing that i have flaws and seeing i'm saying sorry for those flaws i can see her starting to realize like okay i shouldn't shout that's not a good thing to do she knows that now so when she's speaking to her younger brother and she notices herself shout at him it's quite cute she's like sorry for shouting elijah and she'll give him a hug and all i say all of that to say this kids and i've said this before in a previous past um podcast kids don't do what you say they do what you do and it's so important to use your um the things that you do the things that you're showing off to a child you need to really really like have a conscious effort on is the way i just acted okay for my child to act out when they're an adult if it's not they need to apologize for what you've done explain to why it's wrong and yeah they can start to learn and see why it's wrong so yeah making amends around your kids this is another topic i wanted to talk about so again let's say i'm having an argument with my wife um, i'm making myself sound like a really angry person i promise i'm really not but like i said these things happen right so me and my missus are having an argument and we have our arguments a lot more while we're on this trip um i've been traveling for six months for those that don't know um, and where we're staying at the moment is like a studio apartment in bali Um, there's not a lot of space we're all in one room so there's no like let's just go to a room away from the kids let's go outside away from like we're all in each other's space so we naturally are going to get more heated and argumentative around each other Um, and I I say all of this to say this so when me and my wife are arguing or have had an argument it's something that you're not thinking about you're not thinking when you're angry and heated in the moment you're not thinking the kids are around me I need to move out the way you're just trying to get your point across that's why you're arguing right and one thing i've noticed is when we're arguing the kids themselves again because they know what's good and what's wrong um or we try and show them that they'll be like guys stop shouting and that normally is a nice little quick reminder for us to you know calm down but regardless me and my wife still need to have a discussion about whatever we're disagreeing with so the kids constantly are seeing the arguments And one thing I've noticed while being in a space where we have no option but to always be around each other is the kids are aware of the arguments, but they're now also aware of us making amends around each other. And I just realized how important that is. Again, like I said, monkeys don't do what you say. Sorry, kids don't do what you say. They do what you do. They are seeing us have an argument 
and then make amends and be all lovey-dovey afterwards and be all cool and chilled. And when they're having arguments, I'm starting to see them replicate the same behavior. And I didn't notice this at first. We're like five months into this six-month journey at the moment, and I've only started noticing it. Um, what had happened was Vayne and Elijah were playing football in the house. Why they play football in the house? Like kids, right? They're playing football in the house with this like little beach ball. And Elijah kept taking turns and he wasn't giving Vayra a turn. And she was getting really upset about it. And she was like, Elijah, stop doing that. Elijah, Elijah. And she just kept saying his name. She kept saying his name. And then she shouted it really loud. And me and me and my wife both looked at her like, whoa, she's angry. Um, and then she realized, she was like, oh my God, like I got more attention than I needed. She was looking around thinking she was going to get told off. And I've done this thing where I kind of just take a step back sometimes just to kind of see like, what's she going to do? And she realized I'm way too loud right now. And she was like, Elijah, I just need a minute. So she sat down. She was lying down on her bed, obviously upset a little, uh, a little bit. And by her going off to take a minute, Elijah realized, hang on a minute. Now I've got no one to play with, right? Um, so eventually he stopped playing. They went over to each other and she was like, Elijah, you made me really sad. I wanted to play the game. And it was my turn. You didn't give me my turn. And he was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. How about you go first? And they made amends. And it was just beautiful to watch. Um, and it was a bit of an experiment. Like I, sh- I felt like I needed to go in there and be like, look, this is how you need to speak to each other. But just by letting it play, play, play its course, they learn. One, it's good to calm down. And two, explaining yourself in a calm manner is better than shouting at each other. And I do honestly believe the reason why she's able to do that now is because she's seen the arguments me and my wife are having and then seen us make amends and she knows how to do that. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's, I think having the studio apartment, I don't recommend everyone have a studio apartment because I think having that space is important. Um, letting the kids have their space and us have our space um, is important. But it has definitely come with a silver lining of knowing that the kids are now seeing us make amends because normally we just make amends in the evening after the kids have gone to bed we'll then start talking in a calmer moan, a tone but now we're forced to have to do that when we're just out and about in this one room basically now arguing and yelling is going to happen around the kids but ultimately you want to make the effort to show your kids You're making up and saying sorry to each other is basically what I'm saying from this story. Now, the other thing, um, just going back to another scenario where, you know, they have that kind of like sibling rivalry. um, I I, I remember the biggest issue the kids had, we've kind of like nipped in the bud now, but they used to fight over iPads all the time. They both have their own separate iPads, but let's say, you know, my daughter's watching something on, on her iPad Rather than my son just going around and watch it on my iPad, he'll go off and watch it with hers, which is good. It makes sense. They're sharing. But they would be like, no, this is my iPad. This is my iPad. And it was just so annoying. It's just, I guess, the generation these days, they want their own thing. Um, you know, they're not taking turns. They're not sharing. Um, they do a lot of, like, gloating in front of each other, um, excluding siblings from friend games when other friends would come over. This, this whole rivalry that these kids have, the kind of arguments they're having obviously very different to the arguments that me and my wife are having but they're arguments nonetheless and what I kind of wanted to ask was what are you what are are the people that are listening to this what are your ways of navigating um having two kids of a similar age and handling their emotions 
Like I said, you've kind of heard a bit about what I'm doing. We've just about nipped in the bud of fighting over iPads, but the whole like not taking turns, um, not wanting to share, gloating in front of each other, that's the worst one. I hate when that happens. Like you give Vera a sweet and she's like, ah, look Elijah, I got a sweet. And he wants a sweet, all this stuff. Yeah. What, what are your tips and things? If you could share that in some way, maybe on the Facebook group, whatever it is, I'd love to hear from you guys on your ways of navigating two kids of a similar age and handling their emotions when they have this form of like sibling rivalry. Now, like I said, this whole podcast started from the whole idea of saying sorry. And I thought, obviously, yeah, I say sorry to my kids. Um, but what about saying sorry to your parents? And I had a deep thought about this. I was speaking to my wife about it as well. And I couldn't think of a time. Um, obviously, as a kid, you probably say sorry for loads of different stuff. But as an adult, like 18 and above, I couldn't think of a time of when I had said sorry to my mum or point blank why I should have said sorry to my mum. So I thought, I'm in a place of healing. I'm going to go literally just message my mum. I'll read this out to you guys. Let me just get it up. Hold on. Tell you what I messaged her. This is really interesting. Um, where are we? Go to my messages. Moda. So I said, doing some research for my next podcast. Have I ever said sorry to you as a child and as an adult? And it's meant a lot to you. If so, oh, sorry, if as an adult, especially, what was it? And if not as an adult, have I ever done something to you that hurt you? Quite a loaded question for my mum to have on a random day, to be honest. But and nonetheless, she did eventually reply um, in about 10 minutes. Shout out to you, mum. Yeah, she said, son, you've you've done nothing as a child to be sorry for. All children are on a journey finding themselves. As an adult, you have done nothing that I have felt was intentional. But your wedding hurt me as I was not involved and turned up to my own son's wedding, not feeling included. But went along as it made you happy. You were smitten and I felt I felt let things slide again nothing to apologize for just wish it was the blending of two families and I was more involved which was interesting I kind of did when she said that I kind of did get the feeling that she was she felt more involved about it so when me and my wife got married we got married in Portugal it was amazing um side note I'm not that huge on weddings like getting married to me wasn't a huge thing uh, I'm not against it I'm not for it I just don't care enough about the whole debate about uh, marriages. But nonetheless, I knew it was something that was very important to my wife. So I was like, I know I'm going to be with you for the rest of my life. If you want to get married to prove that, or for whatever reason, cool, let's do it. My only one request was that we're getting married abroad because traveling is so important to me. So we got married abroad and um, it was in Portugal. One of the best days I've ever had. It was amazing having all the family and friends there. However, like my mom had mentioned in that message, she didn't have much, if not any input on how that wedding would go. And I think that kind of comes down to, if I'm taking the part of my blame, is my naivety on allowing the, the rest of the family to be involved in the creation of that wedding. It was pretty much just me and my wife, more my wife, to be honest. Again, I wasn't really that bothered. I just wanted to get married abroad. Um, and I think, yeah, my mum wanted to have more involvement in that wedding. So this kind of brings on the topic of when it comes to getting married, what do you think is the purpose of getting married nowadays? And is it even worth it? I think the statistics are crazy. Like it is a flip of the coin, whether or not you stay married or you get divorced. Um, but what is the reason people are getting married now? And I think for my mum, and, and I, I low-key would agree with this, I think the blending of two families is a beautiful reason to get married um, and a beautiful thing to celebrate during the wedding. Um, 
but you've also got to pay respect that it is the the whole point of a marriage is to show the love between one person and another person. That's the main reason. Those two people have chosen each other. The families did not choose each other. They've happened to just come along to the ride. However, if those two families do have, you know, a nice bond or you do want to create this like joining of one families, I think the wedding is a perfect place to do that. Something I kind of looking back wish we did more of because you know, my side of the family and her side of the family, they kind of get on, but there's not like that joining of families. And I think the wedding would have been a great place to do that. Who knows? Maybe we'll do like a huge family holiday one day. That would be quite cool. But who knows? But yeah, so it was quite interesting for mum to say I didn't. She didn't feel like I needed to say sorry for that. And I think that's because as parents, uh, especially as your your kids get older, you you tend to forgive your kids a lot quicker than they forgive themselves. I'll say that again. You tend to forgive your um, kids quicker then they do forgiving themselves. I think that's what I said. Anyway, I'm going along those lines. And that kind of brought me off from sorry to forgiveness. You know, I hope some of the questions that I've kind of said uh, and the experiences that I've shared uh, have you questioning your own life in a healing and in a positive way. And I kind of want to end it with this one for you. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is important. You know, that, that's true. But the question still stands, is it important And is it important for who? Is it important for you? Is it important for the person you're forgiven for? Is it important for you both? Honestly, I can see both sides of it. So I'd love to put that question out for you guys. What do you think forgiveness forgiveness, forgiveness is for? Who is it for? Who are we really forgiving? And with that note, guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. And I will see you in the next one. See you later. Dope Black Podcast. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.